0: your financial expert and master mindset coach Janae Cordy. Hello everyone and welcome back. So I'm pretty pumped about today's podcast because we are going to be debt slaying and anything that has to do with slaying just excites me for some reason. (laughs) But yep, it's that time of year Where spring has officially arrived, and just like spring cleaning where you go through all your stuff, declutter and reorganize, you know, spruce it all up and beautify after the long, cold winter, maybe do some repairs or some home improvements now that the weather permits. Well, the same thing needs to be done with our finances as what is done to our homes this time of year. We also need to oftentimes reorganize and beautify our financial space to make it serve us better and get us in that nice springtime positive mindset where everything is blooming, bright, gorgeous colors, and there is rebirth everywhere we look, right? Winter can be a time where we maybe spend a little more than we wanted or intended to. We've got Christmas for one, which does put a dent in the bank account and maybe puts a higher balance on the credit cards than we intended. And then on top of that, there are the annual property taxes due in many states and other year-end expenses. Plus we have the new year expenses such as the health care deductibles restarting for medical costs for many people. And then there's just not really having great weather to enjoy the outdoors, which you know, the outdoors is usually free to enjoy. So then we have to spend more on our entertainment and getting out of the house so we don't go freaking stir crazy, right? <laughs> so it's around this time of year you may start looking at your finances and start thinking about your plans for the coming year and beyond and start thinking, dang, what the heck happened, right? (laughs) So first of all, I advise everyone to take a good, hard look at your finances this time of year. That's the first step, is understanding where you are actually at with your money. Then as you project some things that you want to accomplish in both the short term, such as maybe paying for a family vacation over the summer or doing a home improvement, which we all know can get fairly costly. And then as you also think about what you want to accomplish in the long term, such as maybe expanding your business if you are self-employed or going back to school to get that degree that you've had your eye on or maybe even switching careers or jobs. As you look at all of these goals, which often involve spending money or needing reserves of money on hand depending on your specific goals, because we all probably know firsthand by now or instinctively know, it often takes money to make money, right? Or in other words, you often need the funds to invest in your goals and your future. Fortunately though, you will often get these funds back with the success of your goals, depending on which type of goals you've set for yourself. So for goals such as like a family vacation, you might not necessarily get the funds you invested directly back in the form of actual cash in hand. However, you will get the life experience of being able to enjoy undistracted time and adventure with your family or loved ones. And that is oftentimes just as valuable, if not more valuable, than the money, in my opinion. But as for other types of goals, such as let's use going back to school as an example to expand your skill set and your education, this obviously costs money and can cost a lot of money. But if your plans go right and you work hard towards your goal, You should see a return on that investment with a higher paying job in the future or a promotion in your existing field, right? And just as a side note, going back to school or expanding your skill set to increase your income flow doesn't always have to mean just going back to college for a higher degree. If that is what you feel is right for you, then that is the right course for you always listen to that inner guidance, but remember, there are many ways to expand your education and skill set in this world. And oftentimes you can find more affordable options depending on your specific objectives and goals. Obviously, if your goal is something like becoming a teacher in the education system, you're going to need to go back to traditional college to get that degree required to achieve that goal. But this isn't for everyone, so don't discount alternatives to expanding education and skill sets such as trade schools, you know, maybe going through your local union options for those, or there are also specialized certification programs that can be less timely to complete and more affordable such as EMT certification. Or don't forget the military as an option for some people. The military teaches a high amount of skill sets, which can be very useful for future career opportunities for people. I'm also personally a fan of self education in addition to these other options. You may come up with your own education plan, which could be a combination of online courses specific to what you need, or reading books, etc., to get what you actually need for your specific path. Some of our most intelligent and groundbreaking innovators and examples of success were self-educated in this country, such as many of our founding fathers like George Washington, or look at Bill Gates who had a high school diploma and then dropped out of college to follow his purpose in life, which was, you know, founding Microsoft and then contributing so much to our worldwide technological advancements that we have to this very day. So don't self-limit yourself. There are many ways that you can expand your skill sets and your knowledge. But no matter what your money goals are, one thing that can absolutely put a wrench in the money plans is too much debt which can quickly start eating away into your cash flow, right? So it's really important to review your financial picture and know where you are at so you can slay this debt before it slays you and your budget. And speaking of budgets, I'm a firm believer that you need one. You really need to have your cash flow organized and tell your dollars where to go. You also just need to be aware of where the heck your money actually goes every month. Money is free flowing so it is way too easy to lose track of and then be scratching your head and wondering where it at? Where'd my green go? I just had some I swear anyone seen it? (laughs) A budget helps with all of this. It helps give us all that reality check we need to understand how our funds are being spent. It will set you up for success with your financial goals if you do it right. I believe in zero-based budgeting, so listen to the prior podcast, Budget Doesn't Have to Be a B Word, for a very detailed advice on setting up your budget. This is really ground zero of setting yourself up for financial stability and success. By going through your budget, you are also going to see if you have a monthly cash flow surplus or deficit each month so that you can plan and adjust accordingly. One big chunk of the average American's monthly budget is typically divvied out for debt. And some debt is most likely necessary for the average person. So not all debt is necessarily a bad thing. Most people have or have had mortgages, for example, on their homes or other properties. And since property is oftentimes classified as an appreciating asset, this debt can actually be earning you money in the long term as long as the value of your home is continuing to rise as your loan is continuing to be paid down. The podcast Keep Your Eye on the Goal will help you to differentiate between types of debt impacting your overall net worth or net assets. But more times than not, debt and loans will be necessary for building net worth and investing in your future. You just have to do it the right way to best leverage the lending industry to your advantage. So even the big bad wolf known as credit cards aren't always inherently bad. I mean, they can be, don't get me wrong. But it just depends on how you use them to leverage your goals and also on the specific terms of the credit card you are using. So if the credit card you use has a super low interest rate and a killer rewards program, and you have it set up to pay off on an aggressive payback plan by paying way more than just the minimum payment, or if at all possible, paying off in full each month to avoid the interest altogether, then this might be a great option for you to use for accomplishing a specific goal. So let's just put this in the form of an example. Let's say your goal is to complete home improvements because you want to sell your home and move to, I don't know, the wilds of Alaska in the next year because you've got that courage and you're brave like that, right? (laughs) Okay. So you can leverage a low interest credit card to complete the improvements that you need to get the higher return on the sale of your home. You can then get the cash back from the rewards program as an added perk for you know, purchasing all of those improvements. Also set up the aggressive payment on the balance each month because that part will be important to reduce interest costs. And then you completely pay off in full once your home sells and you get that higher sale price because you were able to fix up the home and ask more and get more for the property so you see debt can be used for your advantage even credit card debt on the flip side debt can also be your freaking worst enemy you've ever met and can crush you financially with a quickness if you don't handle it right and this kind of debt the debt which is not serving you or helping you accomplish a goal and is in fact pulling you backward and causing you to struggle is the debt which must be slayed. So let's take out our daggers and talk about a few ways to slay this kind of debt. And only you will know which portions of your debt load needs to be slayed, and this is often learned through the budgeting process, but honestly, most people know which debts are wreaking havoc on their lives and bringing their cash flows out of balance and therefore needs to be slayed. It's usually fairly obvious. (laughs) So once you identify the debts in need of slaying, you have some options. First off, if the debt is being secured by collateral, such as an expensive auto loan, then you can consider selling the collateral to pay off the loan. So for the expensive auto loan example, You could sell or trade in the vehicle, pay off the loan, and then find another vehicle with a more affordable payment. This concept applies to mortgage loans, auto loans, motorcycle loans, such as your Harley, ATV or boat loans, and any other loans secured with collateral. With any of these types of loans, selling the asset can get you the funds needed to pay off the debt depending on your specific circumstance. Another option to slay debt is through debt consolidation. So for example, if you have, let's say 10 credit cards with balances and it's just gotten too much to handle and is causing you to struggle, then consolidation could be a great option for you. Consolidation basically takes multiple loans and all of the attached payments with those loans and combines into one loan so that the debt is easier to manage and then pay off. So let's say you own your vehicle outright and then you have a free and clear title or you have equity in your home if you're a homeowner. You can use those assets on a loan and combine those 10 existing credit card balances into one manageable lower interest loan payment and set that loan up, that new consolidation loan up, on a much shorter term so then you can actually get it paid off. And often, you don't need collateral to accomplish a debt consolidation loan, but if you do have collateral, you can usually get a much lower interest rate, which then helps you get it paid off faster. So community banks and credit unions are great resources for consolidation loans. Mortgage companies can also be a great resource if you have adequate equity in your home, which just means that the current value is higher than what you owe. So speak to a trusted source at one of these organizations to check out what your options are for debt consolidation. So yet another option for paying off debt is the old tried and true method of setting up your budget to aggressively pay down the debt through self-sacrifice right now in the moment with the knowledge it will be well worthwhile once the debt is paid off and your cash flow is back to actually flowing. (laughs) You know, put in the old ax or in this case, the debt to the grindstone. I find the best way to go this route is to set a goal of how long you want a debt to be paid off in and then back into the payment you would need to pay each month to accomplish your goal. You can often do this through online financial calculators when you know the current interest rate on the loan. So for example, if you want to pay off a specific credit card debt in two years, plug in the numbers with the current interest rate to determine how much you would have to pay each month to accomplish the two-year payoff goal, and then rework your budget to make it happen. This will often mean taking monthly budget money away from other categories, such as maybe away from your entertainment money or from eating out, but that's where the whole self-sacrifice thing comes into play. Also, make sure you set up the payments on automatic payment method each month so that you can stay disciplined. Automatic payments are a great tool to help keep you on track with your goals. When it comes to paying down debt, there are many ways to approach prioritization depending on where you're at financially. I would advise people who are really needing cash flow relief to check out Dave Ramsey's debt snowball method. This method basically equates to paying off debt in order from smallest balance to largest balance regardless of the interest rate or the other terms. For people who are not in such a cash flow crunch, Another method, such as maybe paying off the higher interest rate debt first to help save on interest rate costs, might be a better option for you. Do your research based on your own unique situation to know the best strategy to pick when debt slaying through the old tried and true grindstone method. So there is One last option I'm going to mention, but I want to be clear that I'm only mentioning this one as a very last resort. If the first three options 100% will not work for your situation and you've done the research such as talk to a professional in the industry at your bank or other lending institution to confirm that your conclusion is correct. And this last option is Consumer Credit Counseling Services. Consumer Credit Counseling Services offer great programs for people, but like I said, this is an extreme measure if the debt is too far gone for you to recover without this aid. The reason this is the last option is because it can impact your ability to get future loans because you are sometimes not paying lenders back on the contractual terms that you agreed to with this option. And as you might guess, lenders don't really like that. When you agree to pay a lender back at a certain interest rate within certain terms, they expect you to fulfill your end of the bargain. Makes sense, right? So when you don't, future lenders may be a little more reluctant to lend to you. I'm certainly not saying that using this program automatically stops you from getting future loans. I'm just saying it can cause some complications. Consumer credit counseling services exist to help people who are in too deep and cannot go through traditional methods to slay the debt they are dealing with. So if you absolutely need to use a consumer credit counseling service program after exhausting all your other options, please do consult with them there are great companies out there who offer these services but please do some thorough research on the company you are using before signing up unfortunately there are also fraudsters out there who take advantage of people needing debt relief as well so do your homework Make sure you are working with a reputable organization first and foremost by searching websites such as the Better Business Bureau. Then before agreeing to anything, understand any fees and how the program will impact very important parts of your financial picture, such as your credit report. And don't be too proud if this is what you need to get back on track either. No judgment. Things happen in life and or we are human after all and don't always make the best choices either. The most important thing though is to learn from our mistakes. Fix what we can and keep moving forward with the lessons we've learned, right? So are you ready and motivated to go slay some debt? Now go crush it and take no mercy. (laughs) You will not regret tackling this issue. Tackling your debt issues and slaying these issues for good until they are dead as dead can be can have such a positive impact on you and your overall financial picture. It will be so well worth the effort. You and your future cash flow will thank you tremendously. So let's use a quote from President Abraham Lincoln to end the podcast today. Honest Abe said, Discipline is choosing between what you want now and what you want most. Doesn't get any more honest than that statement, does it? So please rate and subscribe. I appreciate you all and your support as always. You can check out my blog and services on mindyourmoneycoach.com. So go out there and slay it and have a fabulous week. Until next time your money